Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by Bonnie, Leah, and Rebecca talking about our one cool thing. Bonnie already talked about Dusty Springfield, but before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pals. I would like to know, because it's music month, what's the one song that is certain to change your mood? Could be good, bad, sad, anything. All of it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> all of it at the same time. That's the best, right? That's a that's a good song. Right? It's all of it at the same time. So I'm I'm ready. Oh, then please go, some... please go. Buy me some time. Okay. So my so this is so in the last one, I think I mentioned that I have like a milestone birthday coming up. So yes, I recently heard on the radio. It's called What's Up, but it's really the What's Going On. Yes, four non the Four Non Blonde song. Oh, and it song. came on the radio, and I just started like singing along, and I had like all the feelings came back from high school in the nineties. Like <laughs> yes. the good, the bad, the ugly, and it was one of those nights where it was like one of the first nights we had where it was like kind of nice outside. I had the windows down, just driving by myself. Right, exactly. And it was like the road I always take to go home from wherever I was, whatever side, you know, from, so it wasn't that far from my house. It was like a road I always take. And so I didn't have to like think too hard about where I was, yeah. right. where I was going. Um, so yeah, I was thinking like, oh, I should do this as like live karaoke, but like sing my real age instead of the 25 years. <laughs> ah. Sing yeah. what I really am. So um, yeah, that's my song. Do you guys have seasonal songs you have to listen to? Once a summer, I have to listen to the Escape song. That's like my start of summer kickoff What's song. What's the Escape song? Remind the Pina Colada song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, there we go. Colada. I'm like, I have a feeling I know this song, but not by the name. Uh, yes, yeah, there you go. And then yeah. it's like the, the start first of summer kind of for warm you. day, I'm like, I need it. I don't listen to it too often, but it's like my summer kickoff song. I, I have know. mood songs, yeah. and I feel like that can be seasonal as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. like the super happy days and the super sad days and the angry days. Uh I will say the angry days are Rage Against the Machine, just in case if anybody, was, <laughs> anybody was wondering. That speaks to my soul of the Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> so if you start posting lyrics on your like social media, we should be like... I know. Okay. It's usually a warning. We is what it is. Right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> is she listening to a happy song or a sad song today? Yeah. Exactly. It's usually like a really, really good warning. So, okay. I'm still thinking of mine. Hey! Hey, Katie, buddy, guess what? <laughs> uh, I'm always a sucker for uh, Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks, the Break the Chain. Oh, like, see. I'm always like, I want to punch somebody. Right. That's <laughs> why I love it. Like, anything Megan Trainer always puts Sweet. me in a good mood, especially the, the one that she did for the Peanuts movie, the Feel Like Dancing. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was her. <laughs> that was so cute. I forgot she did that one. <laughs> it makes you want to dance. So you right. have like your, your happy mood songs and then your kick some ass song? It's pretty much happy <laughs> and like post-breakup songs. Right. Like mm-hmm. Alanis Morissette and like the, the nails down someone else's back. <laughs> exactly. <you're> like, ah, <laughs> I hope you feel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I'm trying to think of mine. And I have like probably seven different ones that are going through my head. Um... Yeah, it's hard to pick just one song. I know, it is. And Especially that's during thing. music months where we're all like been thinking about our right. music people we want to talk about. And it's our... totally fine. Like if the song that I pick today is not the song that I would pick tomorrow. It's like totally right. good. Like momentary sort of thing. Um, but a song that's certain to like change my mood. Um, 
I'm just gonna. It was the first one that popped into my head. It's Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Mm. Now, <laughs> love the, it. The <laughs> stupid, <laughs> like, yes, exactly. <laughs> Anytime the song goes, it's like, and we're turning it up, and this is where yeah. we are right now. It was between that and American Pie, honestly. Those are the two yeah. songs that are like, if they're on the radio, uh, and I have arrived at my destination, um, screw that. I am parking, <laughs> I am listening to the end of the song, and that is just the way it's going to be. The kids know this, by the way. <laughs> um, but Sweet Caroline, it's like, I kind of like the song. I, I knew every single word of Sweet Caroline. It was like an easy karaoke song. And then it was in a movie called Beautiful Girls. I don't, It's very obscure oh, indie yeah. movie. Did you see Beautiful Girls? Yeah, Uma yeah, yeah. Thurman is in it. 90s yes. indie movie. I met the screenwriter. Or That's the only reason movie. why I really like oh. embraced this movie. So I met the screenwriter at UCLA. He was doing a, you know, they brought three screenwriters in to teach us about screenwriting. Novel concept. Uh, and it was Scott Rosenberg, was his name. And he wrote that script and he was talking about the construction of it. And one of the things he talked about is he wrote in Sweet Caroline. And the rules oh. for screenwriters is you do not add a song because oh, licensing and you yeah. might not get it. Yeah. But the song was reflecting the the mood and the moment of the time and what the characters were and going is through. In, is it set in Boston? It's in Boston. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're in a bar. And yeah. so um and so he wanted Sweet Caroline and they're like, Yeah, we're you know, once it was in green light, they're like, We're not gonna use that song. Uh there's plenty of other songs that people will go and sing along to. He goes, let me prove it to you. So they go across the street to a bar and he's like, he puts on the jukebox, Sweet Caroline, and the entire bar starts singing Sweet Caroline. <laughs> right. like, it's the song that gets everybody to sing along. It just is that song. So like whether it's a baseball game, whether or not it's a bar, um, whether or not it's my freaking car and I'm all by myself, like... Sweet Caroline will change my mind. And I feel like everybody's singing it with me. It's really, really. <laughs> and I think it's just because I'm saying it with lots of people at the mm. same time. So that's why I will go with Sweet Caroline. I feel like that's how we need to end this month. We all karaoke some Sweet Caroline no, no. during the news segment. We got this. I don't we think we need this. to deafen people, Katie. No. I don't think we need to explain our tone deafness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking as you talked about how songs can mean such different things oh, to people. Yeah. And of course, it relates to where you were in your life when you heard it, what you associate it with yeah. and you said american pie which is an amazing song yes it's long but it's good <laughs> and it's long <laughs> yes, it is. because i used to work at um like an old-fashioned soda fountain type place like Ooh, a grill nice. and soda fountain and they had a yes. jukebox yeah and people would play that song constantly <laughs> yeah, yes, i'm sorry on their behalf like so i have version? a little i don't know if there's a short version no uh, no no no, no. I, you can't cut that no, no, no. i don't know I <laughs> gotta know. get all that goodness in there i didn't know it was long until in college i was at a frat party and like they started singing it and it was like at a yeah. different school and a different campus and everything and they were singing it and we're like, I was like, okay, this is fun. And Keeps then, going. And then it just kept going. And I was it's like, like eight minutes oh, song or six. more. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll just rally and enjoy the next however many verses. Right. Gonna cool. You just hunker in on that song. <laughs> you know, I would, I would, you guys kind of went with slightly older songs. Yeah. And I thought that's where I'd be at too, because I love oldies and that's yeah. what i grew up on but the song i picked for this is florence and the machine shake it out mm. god that's a good that's song that's like i don't yes. know it's it's my i need to collect myself before you wreck yourself myself <laughs> yes. yes and i tend to like just really put myself out there a lot and it's about kind of withdrawing and giving yourself that dignity back right. so that's that's yeah. where i what i get from it. that is a good good song it that is. is on my itunes uh, i have a female empowerment mix that mm. i have on there mm. <laughs> and i got some florence and the machine on there yes i like that one song <laughs> sweet all right 
Uh, well, it's time for my one cool thing. And for the love of Pete, mine is completely different from the song I just talked about, or mm-hmm. all of us talked about, actually. Uh, well, last year, Gal's Guide made a Gal-powered playlist, and it has uh, 31 songs on it. Um, each one of them, uh, basically a day for, you know, a day for the month. So 31 days of the month, uh, where you can listen to a woman sing an empowering or motivating song and kind of like, rawr, get you in the, in the spirit sort of thing. Well, the last song that was on that list, uh, Rick rolled everybody and in more ways than one, actually. <laughs> uh, so the, it starts off with this amazing blonde. She's in a sequence blue dress and she's playing a trumpet. And uh, the song starts to kind of sound familiar a little bit, like a song we've maybe heard on the internet one too many times. Um, (laughs) And then she starts singing and she sings, never going to give you up, never going to let you down. You're like, yeah, no, I know this song, right? Uh, But it's her voice. It's unique. It's not from here. (laughs) It's not from the United States. You can definitely tell. Um, But also her voice, it's, it's unique. It's breathy. Like, you can tell it's live. Like, she is not, you know, sitting in a studio and she's lip singing. She's live. You can hear every breath that she is taking. Um, And she's jazzy. That's the other thing. She's got, like, such this jazzy persona and sound in her voice, too. Oh, and did I mention she also kind of, like, tap dancing? Like, jazz dancing the entire time she's rickrolling everybody? <laughs> um, yes, exactly. Uh, but so she um, she picks up a flute and she starts playing the chorus. Uh, then she picks up a trombone. And then she walks off while the band keeps playing. You know, uh, never going to give you mm-hmm. up, never going to let you down. She comes back with bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> it is the craziest and awesomest thing ever uh and at the end she says that's jazz so i had the gals with me uh watch the video uh, before we started of gunhig carling the swedish jazz singer what did you guys think of this crazy lady <laughs> crazy lady <laughs> crazy lady there you go first impressions <laughs> well like i said i'd seen her before I yeah she showed up in some other youtube channels i watched and i didn't know if it was postmodern jukebox i didn't know if it was like weimar era random stuff right fine we were talking about um Marilyn Dietrich the other day. Yes. So that's something that kind of shows up. So I don't know if it's because she's international. I think because she's a great cross pollinator. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's like in a lot of things. Of stuff that she does. So yeah, um, yeah. I like it. I wish I could remember what I saw her in because it, it definitely wasn't what you showed us. But I wish I could remember what it was. Yeah. To... But you kind of like knew her right away. Like I've seen this crazy yeah, lady before. I don't <laughs> really a lot of, I've seen a lot of like blonde Swedish women play multiple instruments. Right. And it's unique. Into whatever they're going into. And it's, yeah, it was like a pop, I'm pretty sure it was a popular song or yeah. some, something familiar enough that I was like, oh, this song is like. Right, exactly. Katie, have you seen or heard of her before? I hadn't, and it was amazing. <laughs> so I, I'm like stumbling over my words because I want to say my first thought was just jealousy because I've always oh, wanted yeah, to right? have musical instrument talent and it's just it's not something i have so that's incredible that she plays that many instruments i want the mermaid dress i want the sequence (laughs) mermaid dress is what i want i love that dress right (laughs) sweet well do you guys want to know more about gunhig carling yes absolutely my goodness so this girl is she is swedish born uh, and she's touring right now. So this is a, a current gal uh, that is in our lexicon. She was brought up in a musical family where all the kids were variety artists. Um, so they all played lots of instruments. They all learned to sing. They all learned to dance. A lot of them, variety of different dances, tap dances and jazz dances and waltz dances and all that kind of good stuff. Um, she still tours with the Carling family, which now includes her own two kids. 
So, yeah, it kind of like keeps the tradition going a little bit. So she loves jazz and she loves improv. And she's like a master at both of them. She has a TED Talk, believe it or not. It's a fantastic Mm. TED Talk. Um, It took place in Norway. Uh, and it showcases her jazz knowledge and also how to make music in the here and now. That's basically what she calls jazz. It's like here and now. And that's why it's very improvisational. Um, so as she's kind of doing this TED Talk, she's like, okay, so I'm going to explain a jazz master. And then I'm going to compose a song for you right here, right now that I've never played before to you know, lyrically and musically explain it to you. So in that TED Talk, you get a sense also of her energy. She has a lot of energy, even when she's just kind of like talking about music. And you can tell in the TED Talk, the crowd is not ready for her. Like, you know, a lot of times crowd TED Talks are really like sad or, you know what I mean? They're they're ready for the information. And so they're not ready for like, hi, how you doing? I'm going to talk about jazz. You know, like it's a lot of energy. (laughs) So um, because believe it or not, people are not always ready for my energy as well. So like I very much relate. (laughs) It's like, I mean, I've even had people say like, hey, what do you do? And I start talking. They're like, so you have a lot of energy. Hold on a second. Like they're catching up. And I'll be like, it's okay. I understand. <laughs> so uh, so when I first saw her, and I'm like, I feel a kinship with you. I totally get this. But she, just hopefully like I do, uh, won them over at the TED Talk. <laughs> and it was because she's passionate. That's the thing. She's just like really passionate about the thing that she talks about. Not everybody loves jazz and trombone. You know what I mean? Um, and it's a TED Talk for crying out loud. So there's even fewer people that are like, tell me about the jazz age and the trombone. Um, because of her passion, she wins them over because I really think at the end of the day, we're all passionate about something. Even if we don't know how to show it, even if we're not as open as like me or Gunhild, uh, we, you know, if we struggle a little bit on showing our passion, uh, we can still kind of like relate to it sort of thing. So, but she has won jazz awards. She has won scholarships. Uh, the Cozy or Kobe, the Kobe Jazz Street Award. She won the Anita O'Day Award. She won a Louis Armstrong scholarship, which she was super proud of because, of course, it was Louis Armstrong. So she's like, oh, a jazz legend. Um, she also won basically like a key to the city. It's in another language uh, <laughs> to Eslo, Sweden. Um, so it's like that mayor for a day kind of scenario. <laughs> and it's like, yes. Mm. Uh, she was also named the Skane Flag Person of the Year in 2014. Again, this is a Swedish thing and a Scandinavian thing it sounded like it was a really big deal (laughs) so I was like yay Uh, but I think she's like flipping amazing and I had a friend in high school named Matt and he gave me a mixtape remember when like mixtapes were like a thing (laughs) Um, and he gave it to me and he said you can never be sad when you listen to the Ramones and so it wasn't all Ramones, but it was a lot of Ramones. Like it started and ended with the Ramones. I always make sure that I tell my daughters uh, when a Ramones song comes on that you can never be sad when you listen to the Ramones, especially I want to be sedated. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. because that's always a good one. So a lot of times because of him kind of showing me different music affects different moods. When I heard Gunhild, uh, I was like going, oh, you know what? She's got that same Ramones factor. I can't feel sad when I listen to her music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, her energy is just so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, speaking of which, she uh, did a cover of Pharrell Williams' Happy song <laughs> <laughs> as well. She played 10 instruments during happy uh it was beyond like amazing she was also tap dancing at the same time while she was doing happy um to say she brings like an extra something something to a performance is probably an understatement so yes it's incredible yeah right yeah 
it's a lot and I appreciate a lot (laughs) I think when I was younger too I just assumed that I would hear a story like this and I'm like that person just is naturally talented and it sounds like that's what you're describing but I am certain she worked her ass off she really did (laughs) to learn how to do all of that and she had a great education in a variety of different things and decided you know what I'm gonna use all these things Sometimes we pick and choose like, oh, okay, I've learned all these instruments, but I shall master the guitar because the guitar is what most musicians use. She's like, screw that. I'm going to play every wind instrument (laughs) that there is. Can't hold her back. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Ironically, she didn't cover that song, but, um, but uh, she covered happy as well as never going to give you up. And it was part of postmodern jukebox. So um, PMJ is another way that kind of the people have heard about it they have a youtube channel they actually have albums they have tour dates that they go on um but postmodern jukebox it some people know of it as the sad clown what's his name again what's the sad clown's name puddles pity party puddles pity party i love it (laughs) he sings remarkably happy songs but very sadly and he's in full like french clown uh (laughs) and it's it's just like it's you feeling so many different things yeah. as you watch it, basically. Uh, but what postmodern jukebox does is they take modern songs, and we're still talking like eighties, nineties, and today, and they put them in something else. Uh, they usually were a swinging, jazzy kind of like forty mm-hmm. sound, but they've even done um, what was it? Uh, Don't stop me now by Queen. They did it as a Tina Turner, like a Tina mm-hmm. Turner and Ike kind of like show uh, showcase sort of thing. Uh, so it sounds very much like um, Proud Mary Keep on Turning, but it's <laughs> Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. It's like it blows your mind of a mix match of all oh, these see, different things. See, I'm, I'm more of yeah. a Queen purist than you are, I guess. There you go, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I could watch that with a straight face. There are then. some that I'm, I'm sure like, it's no. Great. I'm sure it's well done. I'm sure people like it. Right, exactly. Just You're like, like, that's not Freddie. I'm just going to watch... <laughs> Freddie, do don't stop me now. That is totally fair. And there are some that are songs that I'm, I'm like, like that nice try now. There are some artists where I'm like, that's why some people like love postmodern jukebox. And yeah, I, I like some of their stuff, but some of it I'm like, that takes them too far for me. Right. But that's I say for me. Yes, I know exactly. Has their own preferences. Because if you have a personal attachment to the particular song, yeah. you don't want it changed. Like, yeah. I don't even like it sometimes when. Um, an artist will do a new version of their mm. song. And I'm like, don't mess up yeah, your own song. Yeah, even if it's their own. <laughs> right, right. It's like, you hear like the, the live version of the song that you've heard like on the album before. Right. And yeah. you're like, that's not quite like, right. You hear it in concert mm-hmm. and you're like, no. Why did you slow it down? Are you tired? <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's really good if they do that. So Yeah, sometimes exactly. Sometimes the yeah. live version is better. Uh, but I mean, to me, very few times sort of thing. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the, the five songs that Gunhild has done with Postmodern Jukebox is Happy, the one with ten instruments, Never Gonna Give You Up. She did Material Girl by Madonna. Mm. Uh, she did Final Countdown, which because Ooh. she can showcase the, the trumpet or the trombone, I think, in that oh, one really, yeah. really well. <laughs> um, and she also did Dancing Queen, ABBA's mm. Dancing Queen. So it's just like, oh, those are awesome. So those are the ones she has uh, that are specifically Postmodern Jukebox. Did she tour with them or just record? I'm not sure. Okay. I, I I thought I heard that she would, okay. but I know she also tours on her own. She does like a lot of stuff like you were saying earlier. Yeah, exactly. Kind of so there had to be some. Also, Postmodern Jukebox has been around for, for a good long time. So if she did, I know this recent tour she went on that came to town, she was not on it. And that uh, was going to be what convinced me to get uh, a ticket. That was, 
so because i'm like oh i don't really have the money it was like it was uh december so i'm like i don't really have the money yeah, it was pretty recent. i don't really want to go out were. yeah and then i'm like that. but if, if she's on the ticket i'll go and she was not so i'm oh. like fine that's just a sign that i saved my money for and now and then you're like youtube is great <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'll just listen to that <laughs> So yeah, so I mean, another reason why I really love her is like, I, uh, I was actually in this, uh, the first like phase of music that I got into was like a punk phase and I was in high school and that was the Ramones thing that my friend Matt, I blame Matt for my punk phase. I really, really do. No, I love my <laughs> punk phase. Um, but after my punk phase, I went into a swing phase, um, and it actually like lasted like six years. So but it's like a really like, long musical but that phase. that was like a big thing in the like nineties. That's when it was. It was kind of coming back. I could find and, like, it. Like squirrel nut zippers. Yes, and, like, exactly. Big Bad Voodoo of... Daddy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I was at my probably prime time knowledge of like swing and jazz when swingers came out the john favreau Uh, movie and the soundtrack was like the best and i'm like i knew all the songs that they were talking about i went to the derby already before that movie came out because i was living in la and i'm like i know this life did you do like the swing dancing uh so funny story i was like really big around that time and it's still kind of big in some places exactly so i really wanted to swing dance but here's the thing you need a you need a partner and um My husband has two left feet (laughs) (laughs) and we got videotaped so we could learn how to swing dance in private so we didn't hurt nobody or anything and it didn't work. (laughs) It was, it was a struggle. It was a lovely, lovely struggle where we decide, you know what? Not everybody's good at everything. (laughs) (laughs) But see, you tried. That's like more than like, cause I kept saying like, I have friends that do it or they used to, I don't know. They've had a kid in the meantime, so I don't know if they're still doing it, but they did like ballroom dancing and they do the swing dancing at Mountain Square uh, every month or whenever they were doing it. I think they still have something there. Yes. And I was just like kind of jealous. It's so fun. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. at the time I was single. So yeah, I didn't Mm -hmm. know. You You need a partner. Yeah. You'll get a partner. And I'm thinking like, no, No, because you got to choreograph. Like who's flipping? Like where's your comfort level? You don't just like like, an introvert when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I don't know that I would just be willing to dance with whoever wanted. And there's usually like some kind of token creepy old man. Of course there is. That's usually the one that's waiting for the (laughs) one girl who wants to just try this out. What else does she want to try on? Oh my God. Creeper guy. So I didn't want Go, exactly that's I'm, why you have a partner you practice that crap at home you yeah. mess up you fall on the floor or and then you just you go have out. a drink yeah. and watch everybody else dance Ex- and, which is what i did oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and i love that like so so much but like my jazz phase and the swing phase it like always comes back um and partly it's one of the reasons why captain america is my favorite because all the music in marvel mm. and captain america is all like 40s and it's like yes this is my jam i know these songs i am that person um <laughs> uh, but it always comes so when I I discovered postmodern jukebox kind of late, but it was a great mix of like bridging mm-hmm. the different you know musicalities that I was interested in. I just thought it was so like freaking fabulous. So like, long story short, fast forward to you know we got to pick our one cool thing for Music Month. My God. So I'm going through and I'm like, okay, so, you know, Billie Holiday, Ella Fitzgerald, Sister Rosetta Tharp, you know, I'm like going through all of these awesome ladies. I'm even going like, okay, but like Madonna was heavily influenced when I was a little one. Um, I love Patti Smith from the punk era, Joan Baez, just because it's every joke that I always make about, really? (laughs) Joan Baez is every joke I always make because of Forrest Gump, where it's like, I want to be a folk singer like Joan Baez. Yeah, I always make that joke. Um... (laughs) So, but like, so like, as I'm trying to like decide, oh, I gotta figure out my one cool thing, a commercial comes on the TV for America's Got Talent, 
And it's Gunhig Carling is featured for like half a second playing three trumpets at one time. And I'm like, <gasps> I start screaming because I know who she is. Yeah. And I'm like so excited. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she's going to be on the show in some way, shape or form. I have no idea how. Um, she's going to get more exposure. And then it kind of clicked. I'm like, isn't that what our one cool thing is all about? You know, it's yeah. more exposure for something that we find, you know, really, really cool. Um, so I figured, hey, you know, I love her. I want more people to like know about her or if nothing else to go from, oh, that crazy Swedish lady who sings jazz <laughs> to <laughs> her name is Gunhild. <laughs> Even if it's just like one step to be like, okay, I know a little bit about her. So yeah, she, cause she just like, you know, makes me happy. Um, she's also, yeah, she's very big in Sweden. She actually played for the King of Sweden for his birthday. No. Um, she also played for the King of Sweden on his Jubilee as well. Ooh. So I thought that was pretty damn cool. And I figured I would bring that to the table. <laughs> so I figured um, my question I would have for you is, have you ever been won over by somebody simply because they were so damn passionate about what they did? And it doesn't have to be music. You know what I mean? Has anyone ever kind of like, it could be a painter or like a YouTuber or a scientist, um, you know, like even a teacher or a writer. They're just so passionate about what they do. You're like going, I would never do that. I'm not interested in that. But damn, I love your passion. Yeah, I had a... Uh growing up a teenager being a little art student mm -hmm. reading all the vincent van gogh stuff yeah it's just like i would be your buddy vincent <laughs> like, don't be just, sad you've got me he was constantly like he lived and like once he you know he was going to be a preacher first yeah um but then he he turned to painting and he just like lived and breathed painting all day long yeah every day yeah See, that passion won you over. You're mm -hmm. like, I get that. I want that. <laughs> Do we know, like, how many, is there a final count of how many instruments she knows how to play? Her IMDb um, lists the 10 plus, the 10 that she plays on Happy plus the harp. So 11. Hey, that's one louder. Sorry, that's a Spinal Tap reference. But is she like... <laughs> she probably knows more. That's just what's listed on, uh, actually, Wikipedia. That's what's listed mm -hmm. is the 11. I wonder if she has the thing where she's like practice all the things or she just she's so intuitive with music that she can just pick up a thing right. and fiddle with it for a couple minutes and know how to play it. Right. Or like or what? You do mm -hmm. wonder. I think it's uh, part of it is that she plays a lot of wind instruments. Mm -hmm. So a wind instrument is having the lung capacity. And then, you know, basically the, the scale of the notes is going to mm -hmm. be approximate of the same sort of thing. But because she grew up in a family band. I have a feeling there was just a lot of instruments laying around and you just play and you just start tinkering and you see what sound it makes and you watch other people play it and you pick it up and you're like, that sounds fun. But I've never seen her besides a harp pick up a stringed in instrument like a banjo or a guitar. But you know what? I'm not ready to call that, that she can't play it because I'm sure I am one video away <laughs> from seeing her pick up a stringed instrument <laughs> um, or drums of some nature sort of thing. But I don't know. I can't really play an instrument, but I, I, I mm -hmm. kind of feel like if you've got a musicality in you, mm -hmm. it just kind of, you know, branches out sort of thing. So yeah, did you guys have any like uh, musical phases that you went through? We were like distinctly listening to one particular thing at once. Yeah. I mean, I had the other day, I was out at karaoke with people I just met. And they're like, what kind of music do you like? And I had mm -hmm. no idea how to answer the question. Right. You like, like music? I like every, because there's so many different, like, I think I just settled on like 90s 
something. I don't. There you go. It wasn't yeah. like '90s hip hop or '90s anything in particular. I just was like, oh, I like music from the '90s. <laughs> later, I'm like, that's so lame. Like, why didn't I think of something? No, that's fine. Like, I could have just been like, oh, here's my song list on my phone. These are right. my downloaded songs that I listen to all the time. You define me. I yeah. don't need to define me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think like for me, maybe kind of like you were talking about, like you had a punk phase. I think I had. A goth phase, but I don't want to mm. call it a phase. Right, I still listen to a lot of the same yeah, exactly, stuff. yeah, yeah. And if anything, I've probably taken like a deeper dive now that we have like digital, yes. like all this access to digital music, where you don't have to like buy a CD or record. Which I also still buy CDs and records, or yeah. not CDs, but I do buy records, but I don't. Um, which I know sounds super pretentious. But, <laughs> I still buy but, CDs and records and download music. Yeah, yeah like no, some I'm stuff doing you all can find on download them. Yeah. Anymore, so. mm-hmm. Or but, sometimes I find a deal and I'm like, yeah, I still have yeah. a CD player. So, <laughs> yeah. But like, but with YouTube and like Amazon Music or just or iTunes or whatever your platform is that you Spotify or whatever, there's yep. always, or Pandora, there's always something like actually, the person I'm going to talk about um, when we get to her, like, I. I'm pretty sure I discovered her through Pandora because oh, nice. of yeah. like other, I don't even know what exact music got me to her, but it might've been through like a goth related. You just start somebody. somewhere and with your likes and dislikes, yeah. all of a sudden it like figures you out and yeah. it's magical. I started my swing one. I started with Sinatra. Mm. And even though I started thumb downing a lot of Sinatra, I just knew that was a, like a good way to start. Like, okay, Sinatra, yeah. figure that out. Give me some Rat Pack in there, and then I'll and then I'll go up and down, and then I start getting postmodern jukebox. And so, yeah, you eventually, you know, you tune it. Yeah, <laughs> I've always struggled with that question too. When people are like, "What kind of music are you into?" Because as I said earlier, like I don't remember names and yeah. mm-hmm. I can't memorize lyrics. Yeah. I don't, I don't have that ability, <laughs> but I have realized over the years that I like mellow music. Gotcha. That's fair. It's yeah. gentle music, um, and I'm not talking like elevator music. Right. So maybe a little more folky or things like that, but mm-hmm. I just like some, some gentle guitar, and we'll take our mm-hmm. time and some <laughs> lyrics and that sort of thing. I so, would say folk and yeah. soul, you know what I mean? Right, Almost R&B, kind of like right in there in that mm-hmm. kind of... Maybe not R&B. Gotcha. I'm I'm just not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> Probably dial but it back to a little honest. more like hipstery type dealy. See, yeah. some people can um, uh, judge it by what concerts they end up because yeah. you know like that's a good because yeah, a CD a good you'll spend like you know a couple of bucks maybe you'll yeah. do a dollar for a download but if you're going to a concert you're spending yeah. some money that's so really good or like what concerts yeah. came through that you knew that you wanted to go right. to and maybe you almost would have gone. If- you would have been willing to spend like the 30 bucks or, ticket, right. or actually mm-hmm. probably more like 40 or 50 and that can ticket price, maybe or and the it, ticket fees or whatever yeah and it doesn't mean that like that's your you know absolute musical love you know what I mean? but it's it's yeah, a it's a, a variable good, you know what i mean indicator. to throw in there um my husband goes to a lot of concerts and i just go with that's a lot of energy that's you know what i mean like everybody's mm-hmm. like singing and crying it's like there's a lot of people all excited at once and uh, he went to the U2 concert and he was showing me uh, one of the songs that he recorded on his phone. And I was like, I was almost emotional just watching on the screen. I'm like, I would be a weeping mess in the middle of that and concert. See, and then feeling bad that I'm crying in front of like thousands of people. The, and that's what I went to that. I'm assuming you meant the indie one. Yes. A couple yeah, of years, yeah. Or whenever that was. It was like, yeah, it was recent. Yeah. yeah and it was I a good to, show. And I went and part of the reason why I went was because it was like joshua tree specific yes it was era. and it was video as and well was, as like, the, the video. performance it was a whole thing but if yeah. they're but if it was just like a u2 concert i know right i don't i, I think they've come through the midwest recent like 
before that, like, yeah. not too long before that. And I just was like, no, I'm not spending a hundred bucks on a ticket it's or expensive. whatever. Yeah. I just, a hundred dollars is what popped in my head. I think it was. When I first started like <laughs> thinking about how much those tickets were going to cost or like. Pink same. was a hundred bucks and came to town, but girl was on a trapeze mm, doing yeah. like wire work and stuff. So like, you so, know, get a show. Yeah. <laughs> and like my, and like a good friend of mine just went to see um, Paul McCartney in Wisconsin. I've and seen she, Paul. Yeah. I got that on my checklist. And she yeah. was like really excited about it. And I was just kind of like, he does a bunch of wing songs yeah right i'm not gonna be interested (laughs) or the solo stuff and she's like i think he does beatles music yeah (laughs) i think he actually plays beatles song and like she loved it and it was like a life-changing experience because i don't think she'd seen him before and she knew that that is part of the time's kind of limited on this earth because yeah he's getting older i mean mortality is a thing there aren't like a lot of beatles left so not so much so we got two i like being surprised by an artist that you know yeah you know be like Like but nice that thing. shit is bananas. That shit is bananas. <laughs> I've been yeah, sitting over here waiting for it. Sorry. Do you sing that song every time you write that on your grocery list? Because yes, I do. Bananas. And I'm like, this shit is bananas. <laughs> it has showed up on the grocery list as phonetically as well with the dashes in between the letters. And I'm like, so Josh wrote this down singing. I just know it. <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool thing as Gal's Guide to the Galaxy podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gal's Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>